Hey guys, it's Michelle Collins. Welcome to the Michelle Collins Show. It's my show and I'm thrilled you're here. We're going to be bringing you episodes every single week with different co-hosts, the same usual nonsense, off-the-cuff humor, news, advice, pop culture. I know it's a novel concept for a podcast, but what can I say? I'm an innovator. That's what I do. You'll be getting episodes every week, but if you want to hear daily episodes, you can head over to my Patreon. That's www.patreon.com slash mishcall, M-I-C-H-C-O-L-L. I have co-hosts every single day. It's funny. It's loose. It's authentic. I do weekly episodes with my mother. If you're curious as to how someone is made this way, I highly recommend tuning into those and some video content as well, which is exciting. I'm off to contour, but I want you to enjoy this episode. It's fabulous. We adore you and we look forward to seeing you over on the Patreon. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Forever. Dog. Welcome back, everybody. It's Michelle Collins. I gotta say, I'm absolutely loving this week. Dan? Yeah. <laughs> How about you? <laughs> I'm loving it. I'm loving it. We're having so much fun. It's part two of Midnight Snack. It's a week where, you know, maybe I wish we would have asked people like for questions. Maybe I should post on Instagram. You know, you can ask questions like ask me anything and uh, then yeah, answer yeah, questions. Yeah, that'd be fun. It's funny when you open things up to the Internet sometimes. But yeah, in the meantime, yeah. I'm Michelle Collins. We're joined by Dan Acton this week. My dear friend, just getting to know each other. It's just one of those kind of weeks. You know, we're both wearing our Chris Evans sweaters. Absolutely. It's freezing out in it New York. It is so cold. That's why I had to put this on. It is, I'm, I set up my like workstation in front of the window because I thought it'd be cute like back in the fall. And now yeah. it's like polar vortex. It's very cold. <laughs> it's chilly. Well, I went yesterday because yeah. I've really been trying to keep up with this like walking thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it reminds me of George Carlin. <laughs> There's a magazine for walking. What's the article this week? (laughs) Putting one foot in front of the other. (laughs) 
fucking love George Carlin. Um, <laughs> anyway, but yes, I uh, I wanted to walk. I wanted to hit my 10,000 steps. So I yeah. went on this like journey yesterday thinking, that's fine. Like I'll dress warm. I'll be fine. There's nothing that you can put on your body, your face, your hands. Nothing to prevent yes. when literally like the fucking wall in Game of Thrones, whatever that shit was called, the North Wall <laughs> yeah. and the, whatever yeah, exactly. it was, is, I mean, just hitting you in the absolute face yeah i was looking up uh do you wear like long underwear and things like that like i never do i have never in my life ever worn long underwear and actually to clear my name and i'm so glad you brought it up i have also (laughs) never i never put tights on under jeans there are some women who for an extra layer they'll put tights on and then jeans i like the feel of a skin against a jean i like a skin against a pant i wear tights but with dresses i just don't like the feeling of double layers i feel like it's like icky i don't know yeah i think it's gross too like uh yeah and it's also weirdly expensive because i was just looking at today it was like 75 dollars for like a shirt or something not 75 dollars for a shirt no 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 not gonna happen undershirt come on um so there's something i want to discuss with everybody which is this story that i'm sort of obsessed with because as you know i love um, we, we've been talking a lot about tuna on the show. We had a whole tuna thing with Laura and uh, Carrie last week because we read SJP's Grubhub Diet and she was really into the spicy tuna sandwich from Joe and the Juice, which I'll have you know, I had today for lunch before this podcast and I have made it my diet is that every day this week I've just been eating really? two of two of those sandwiches. Not I do spicy tuna for lunch and then I do the club for dinner. Really? Okay. Yeah. And it's very filling. I feel like it's helping me. I don't know, putting it out there. This article came out that everybody sent to me. I mean, Dan, it's just, it's just funny. The word tuna is funny. I feel like Nick Kroll and John Mulaney sort of, um, you know what I'm going to say? Like, yeah. I, I have I have had a tuna story that I have told for years and years, way before Oh Hello existed, where my father <laughs> at a Whole Foods once, we were at a Whole Foods in Aventura. And do you eat tuna, Dan? All the time. Yeah, I actually do eat a lot of uh, canned fish. You eat a lot of canned fish. Hmm. Absolutely. My father was buying tuna at this Whole Foods. There was a handsome deli guy working behind the glass thing. And I was trying to yeah. like Hatsumomo him from the salad bar as my father ordered tuna. And I was like looking over like, you know, and my dad turns around and goes, Mish, how much tuna you want? Like screams it. <laughs> Mish, how much tuna you want? I mean, he yells it across the Whole Foods. It was like half a pound. An appropriate amount. <laughs> like, <laughs> a lady like serving. <laughs> For me, two teaspoons. Stop asking me. I don't want tuna, Dad. I said the orzo, the or feta orzo. Like what I'm just. <laughs> long story long. So tuna has been a big part of my life. Um, and uh, and let me also and Tracy, that's not the title of the episode, please. But um, but you know, tuna has just really had an impact on my life, Dan. I'm yeah, moisturizing yeah. my knees as I talk to you. <laughs> oh my God, you guys, a huge piece of bubble paper is American beautying right outside of my window. Wow, still so much beauty <laughs> left in the world. Now, wait. Uh, so I used to eat the Subway tuna sandwiches. I, I loved yeah. their tuna. Were you a fan? Yeah, it's good. I, I guess. I don't know. Like, it's, Well, it's do you funny. know or not? Like, I mean, have you eaten it I or do, not? I know. I loved it. Yeah, I've eaten it. It's great. It mm. has like some celery in it, right? Barely any. It's honestly, if you were to basically put mayonnaise in a Gerber's jar and yeah. then call it tuna. I mean, it's because yeah, it's, it's, like there's nothing chunky in it. Sludge. It's quite sludgy. <laughs> it's sister sludge. It's the kind of thing where <laughs> when they scoop it out, it doesn't retain the shape of the scooper. 
Like when they scoop it yeah. and they shave it out, it immediately globules. Like it doesn't yeah, yeah, yeah. have a, a, a spherical shape to it. Right. Um, I one time did a, a nutrition search after I was really into the tuna vibes of the subway tuna years and years ago. And I, or maybe I read somewhere that it has more fat in a six inch subway tuna sandwich than in a Big Mac. Ah, uh, because of all the mayo and canola oil or whatever. They put it's in. just yeah. pure mayo, right? Yeah. So I kind of weaned myself off of, frankly, I weaned myself off of Subway altogether. Forget the pedophilia, the yoga mat bread, like all this stuff. Like the pedophilia <laughs> wasn't great. I mean, listen, Jared, the Subway guy who, you know, I met, I mean, I will tell you something people you and for the, you never know that I met, you never knew that I met Jared in what circumstance professional. You could say so. Um, and let me just, before I tell this story, I know that like true Mish heads ha- know this story. And I know that if you listen to Sirius, you've heard me talk about the tuna, although I'm giving you new tuna takes today. Hashtag it tuna takes um, <laughs> or tuna taki, which is another a different dish. But let me add that um, I've run out of stories. Listen, I've been locked inside. You know, I can't every minute come up with new personal stories. We already gave you me in an elevator with Cicely Tyson this week and Greg Bennett. Like how much new material do you expect me to crank out week in, week out? Dan, what do you think? From Cicely Tyson to Jared from Subway. By the way, don't. Don't do that. Tracy, do not call the episode that. (laughs) Tracy, please. Whatever you do. I met Jared the Subway. You asked me if it was a professional setting. It was when I auditioned for American Idol. Jared. <laughs> what? I auditioned this. Ever, real Mishheads know that I did audition for American Idol. Uh, the year Fantasia one with my friend Lang Fisher. We were there. We we camped out. It was at the Javits Center. Um, we went as a gag. Like we literally went because it was like funny to do it. And then I got yeah. so sun poisoned that I was like doing Jodeci warmups. I was like, I'm going to win American Idol. Like <laughs> Like by the time they like opened the gates, I was like, I have this. I am the next Clay. I am the next Ruben. Like they got her. It's me, you know? And, um, and we were lined up outside and, uh, and Jared, there was nothing to do. I mean, for two straight days, we were outside of the Javits Center, camped out. And there was, and they were like, yeah, Jared, the subway guy is here. And clearly this was when he was probably at the height of his pedophilia, but we didn't know. (laughs) He had no idea. Well, and this was when he had lost weight. So he was quite, um, but he was still, you know, there's always something when like very big people lose weight. You can kind of, you know, you can always kind of tell, you know what I mean? There's still like a, there's a, yeah, like a shadow of a, uh, you know, <laughs> no, but you know, when big people lose it, if you watch my 600 pound life enough, which, you know, I had to stop watching because then I started gaining weight because I would be eating like a trough full of fries being like, I'm literally, I eat like a bird. Cause you know, comparatively, but, um, <laughs> No, there. You know, he had you like like man boobs a little bit. Like you know, there's just like a vibe. You get it. So, um, long story short, he's walking down like you know all the the rows of people lined up, and I and I think he was in a hat, but that could be just like a false memory. That said, I hate children, and I was like, that's such a weird hat. What a funny thing to say. He was walking down this thing, and I was like, oh my god, I got so excited because truly anything that happens on that line, you're like. It's Jared from Subway. Yeah, right, right, like you right. get so excited, <laughs> like you know, anything that happens. Yeah. Anything. So he's walking and I remember thinking like, I cannot wait to meet Jared. I, I was so excited to meet Jared, the Subway guy. I can't even explain it. And I was like over the moon. I was like, I can't get over a real star. That's what I believe I said. A real star. <laughs> And he was meandering his way down the aisle. And then I went like, Jared, I don't think I said, Jared, I love you, but I was being annoying in the, my classic way. 
and he fully iced me out. What? I got fully ignored by pedophile incarcerated Ugh. Jared Fogel, the subway guy. Get out of here. What was That's he there a- for? Yeah. <laughs> I guess to ignore me. I don't know. He didn't even look. And I'm like the tallest person standing there. You know, you don't miss me. You know? Yeah. Well, I took it personally, Dan. (laughs) Was he signing autographs or what? Like, it would be like seeing the MyPillow guy or something. Like, who cares? (laughs) When you're 24 years old, this guy who's in, it's like seeing Flo the progressive lady, basically. You know what I mean? Um, What would Flo's crime be if, like, it came out that Flo was doing some horrible shit? What do you think it would be? Like, maybe embezzlement? Yeah. Something easy like that. Yeah, something easy. She seems like a nice gal. Anyway, this article comes out this week about the fact that some lady somewhere in, I think, California pulled a Kramer, got a tuna sandwich from Subway, took it to a lab. This is what she says. And now I, I'll tell you, I have it on good authority because I spoke to a Subway employee since this article yeah. came out. But um, she took it to a lab. And uh, had to test it to see what is in it. And, you know, I'll tell you something, Dan, and and let's kind of unpack this a little bit. Do we want to know what's in the food that we eat? I've never gotten food poisoning from a Subway tuna sandwich, I would remember. So it's never made me sick. I'm sure it's not healthy. Right. But do you want, for example, Taco Bell or like even Cheesecake Factory or places where, you know, bad food, you know, it's bad for you. Yeah. It's like finding out the horse meat and the Ikea meatballs. Do you remember that? Like, do you want to know what you're eating? <laughs> it's my question. Uh, I don't, I don't want to know if I mean what I'm eating, if it's something like McDonald's or like fast food where it's just processed anyway, like, of course exactly. it's going to look gross at some point. And it has like, yeah, it's like the, like cheap sushi where it's probably dyed that color red. Right. Well, like, that's it's like, exactly right. They always say that yeah. that tuna isn't tuna. It's like, some other shit. I don't even know Everybody what kind of, knows, th- yeah. some ugly fish. That poor fish that gets killed and like has to pretend to be tuna. That sucks. If you're that other fish, you're like, hold on. Am I delicious enough? Call me what I am. Tracy, find out what the name of that fish is and text it to me what they pretend is tuna. Because I was if I was that fish, I'd be like, just call me. Yeah. Call exactly. me by my name. Ishmael. Call me Ishmael. Call me by my name. <laughs> it's about fish. Anywho, uh, she took it to this lab and it came back that there was no tuna. Like the the phrase that made me laugh so much was it's a, like there's a store called Everything But Water where they sell bathing suits and like flip flops. Well, this was anything but tuna. And I just kept picturing first I thought, oh, that's a funny podcast name. And then Dan, you were like, actually, what did you say? <laughs> Wait, so Dan said it would be a funnier musical name. Yeah, I think it would be a funny, funny musical name because it's kind of like anything goes. And then Dan and I were texted about it. I don't know if this is yeah, going to translate necessarily, but... Yeah, maybe not. We started coming up with lyrics. Wait, Tracy's texting me the name, I hope. It's called... Oh, thank you. It's called Escalar. Okay, so tuna, when oh. you get that fake tuna, it's called like Pablo Escalar. Or... That sounds much better. I would love to have Escalar. Do you, can I up you one more? Can yeah. I take it? Can I, can I kick it up another notch for you? <laughs> it's yeah. sometimes called butterfish which the more i'm thinking about sounds good but then the more i'm thinking about it literally it's the butter face of the oceanic community (laughs) it's such an ugly fish that they literally called it butterfish like yeah it's delicious until you see it (laughs) and then you're like no fucking thanks wait let me look up this butterfish because i gotta see this poor fish this poor butterfish is american butterfish i'm looking it up you know 
Yeah, well, fish in general it's are fucking disgusting. Like, yeah, no, go it on. looks like a tuna. Like the eyes are a little bit. It's kind of like looking at you in the it's, drawing. Like the you know eyes why? are a little side eye. Yeah, desperate for attention. I'm googling what tuna looks like. <laughs> no, tuna is a much better looking. You, you, how can you compare tuna to this little fish? This little fish looks like something you'd find in like a back alley ravine. You know, butterfish, Escapablo <laughs> Escalar. No, tuna yeah. is, I mean, tuna is gorgeous. Look at it. It's hefty. It's, it's got some weight to it. Yeah. The, no, the Escalar does look a little mean. It has these like spikes on the back and uh, it's like a big sardine kind of shape. It's like a big, it's like a fat wide sardine. I'm not into it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anywho, I was talking about this on Sirius and we don't often have callers these days because we're not in the studio. So I don't really throw to the phones a lot yeah. out of the blue. We get this lovely lady named Lisa, who is a f- subway franchisee happens to Uh-oh. listen to our show every day. Yeah. Oh no. She knows the real thing. She knows the whole thing. This poor woman was so, she owns, um, I shouldn't say exactly where, but in uh, Georgia, she has four subways to her name. Yeah. I wish I could say the same. I'm not going to lie. I have, I have a lot of questions about, how they train the artists. Um, you know, sometimes yeah. I don't know how to explain. It. I have a lot of subway questions about so many little things about it. Well, I asked her the one that I really wanted to know and she actually helped me, but she, <laughs> first of all, went off. She went off on the yoga mat bread thing. Cause she goes, first of all, it wasn't yoga mat, like getting very mad at me. She goes, it was an ingredient that is in yoga mats that is legal <laughs> to be in the bread. She was like, and by the way, people are, so they call the yoga mat bread, but it's a chemical that they happen to put. And I was like, you're not helping, (laughs) not helping it. But when you think about it, of course they have to put chemicals in the bread. They can't keep, listen, when you walk into Subway, you're not at a Whole Foods. Like you have to, and even there, you have to know that there's something preserving. You're not at like, what's the famous farm? God, this is going to kill me now. Where did Gavin Newsom have his illegal COVID oh, dinner? The la- laundry, French laundry? French laundry. But the question, so then, and she goes, and as far as the tuna goes, and then that's where I really leaned in. She yeah. goes, this is a li- fresh caught. I'm like, Lisa, what? it's me. Don't fuck with me, Lise. She said, it's fresh caught tuna. She goes, it just happens to have a lot of mayo in it. That's what she said. I was like, okay. I mean, it does. But the question I had for her about Subway was why the turkey is so shiny. Because my theory actually was that the turkey wasn't real turkey. Oh, because yeah, it has that very like over like some like really over processed like deli meats. That's just like it's like slick. I I feel like if I were to look into it, you would see a reflection of me with like a tear streaming down like in like a rainy window. (laughs) It's so shiny. And so I asked her about it and she really gave me like she made sense to me. She goes, it's 100 percent real turkey. I mean, who knows? But she said she claims she goes and we have to. She goes, I agree with you. It's too shiny. (laughs) Like, go on. They have to keep it slick because it's sitting out. So even though it's refrigerated, it would become like curled and dried if it wasn't moist. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's right. You know what? That's right. She's right. You can't help it. She's right. Dan, I know you don't have a ton of time. Dan is really filling in here because our guest, uh, once again, we were supposed to have a beloved guest this week whose name I'll never say because uh, I don't want to make him feel bad. But um, well, here's a, this is a great uh, Tracy always finds some really good advice. And this one actually ties into what we were just discussing with Subway. Hmm. OK, it says I accidentally threw a sandwich away and it caused a work crisis. Hmm. 
I'm already liking where this is headed. Now, this yeah. is a, an advice column called askamanager.org. I knew it was going to be Ask a Manager. I read that every day. It's the best advice column. I've never I'm heard s- of it. What is it? Tell it people is what it is. so good. It's all work questions, questions and answers. They are almost all fascinating. There's a billion of them. There's wow. like a new question every day. It's like I, I watch, I, I read it while I do my bike. And I'll You're read kidding. it for like an hour. It's, it's How- seriously the best website. Can I ask a Absolutely. stupid question? I really pride myself on being on top of things like that. How have yeah. I never heard of this thing? I don't know. I mean, I, I, I was looking for, at one point I was really curious about HR. Like you're saying, like, how do they train the artists at Subway or something? Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. Like, and then she came up and she has, she had a like limited podcast that was really, really good. But uh, is the best site, it's, it's right up there. It's my top 10. Oh my God. Well, you know what I'm doing yeah. the second this podcast is over because I'm not leaving the house today. Ask a Manager. So this is from askamanager.org by um, the author's name is Allison Green, who is, uh, I guess, had this podcast as well. So here's the question. I'm excited about this. You know what I really miss? Being in an office. I'll tell you this. I, I miss it and I don't. I've worked in office settings where people have their food with the labels. It's nothing nauseates me more on literal planet Earth that we are existing on than opening up a work fridge and seeing everyone's disgusting home food yeah, crammed yeah, in yeah. with their names scrawled on it. Like, I want to eat your fucking, you know, yeah. sog paneer from three days ago. It's, like, just have it. Like, I don't want that. It's disgusting. Yeah. Disgusting. And I never understood, too, <laughs> how other people... Like who steals food from someone else? I would never take Ooh. someone's food. <laughs> what? No way. No way. Ever. Even if I was the hungriest, I would like, maybe not the hungriest, but like if I was hungry, I just don't think I'd do it unless, you know, circumstances that hopefully we never find ourselves in. Yeah. The author writes, this is a ridiculous situation, but it's serious and spiraled out of control. And my coworker and I dug ourselves into a hole by staying silent. Wow. Mm. This is all the makings of a Liam Neeson movie already. Like digging yourself (laughs) into a hole of silence. Our grand boss is, let's say, Frosty. I'm already very into this. Elegant, always in glorious suits, not a hair out of place Anna Wintour type. Renton, hilarious, train spotting shout out. Renton is a younger 30-ish lad type. Okay, this is clearly from England or Ireland or something, right? Scotland. He's well known to sneak out for an extra long lunch at the pub uh, to catch midweek footy. (laughs) Hilarious. And come back after having a couple of pints, etc. My coworker and I were in the kitchen area eating as one does. She was telling me about a program she'd been watching and was very animated, gesticulating with her sandwich. Frosty Boss had just walked past us when my coworker (laughs) made a particularly vehement point and completely (laughs) lost grip of the sandwich. Oh, no. Oh, I thought she threw a sandwich out. She out literally into the trash. She threw, threw one out. <gasps> Go on. Wait a minute, you guys. This I'm, I'm reading ahead. I'm sorry. Let me read it. Frosty Boss walked by us. Uh, my coworker made a point and completely lost grip of the sandwich. We both stared in horror as it flew through the air and smacked Frosty Boss on the bum. Ugh. By the way, it's adorable when they say bum, isn't it? It's like so yeah, it like yeah, yeah. makes it funny. I'm like <laughs> uh, Frosty Bus was right next to Renton, this guy, the lad, and she yeah. turned to give him the deathliest of death stares before stalking <gasps> away. Oh no. Allison, she didn't see the sandwich. She clearly <laughs> thought Renton had patted her familiarly. You think this no. is real? It has to be, right? 
I mean, unless it's a scene in a movie that I haven't seen. Like, I mean, weird things happen, and Rinton obviously doesn't know that this happened. So yeah. how I get, I could see something like that. Yeah, but how does a sandwich hit you and you don't hear it falling? I mean, well, you know what I mean? I don't know. I'm very yeah. cynical sometimes with things like this. I'm like, didn't happen. Uh, we don't think Renton even noticed. No one else in the room, there weren't a lot of us, seemed to see either. Coworker and I were horrified, in horrified shock. And this is terrible of us, didn't speak up. I wouldn't have either. I mean, how do you say something? Yeah, what are you going to say? The whole thing was over in less than 10 seconds. What do you say? Now the gossip mill is churning like mad. Renton was gone for two days, the same length of time as our mandatory sexual harassment training module. And it's going around that someone threw a sandwich at him. That's stupid. I don't believe this. To keep him from molesting the boss. This is bullshit. Come the fuck on. Because he was drunk. That's what it says. Um, (laughs) Obviously, we have to fix this. Well, listen, if the guy is drunk, I would hope that Allison would say if he's literally drunk at work, whether he yeah. touched her or not is a whole other thing that he should be yeah, chastised that's a totally for. Separate, yeah, that's a separate issue. So she goes on to say holiday break came. Now we don't know how. We need a script. But he has to make matters even worse. My coworker, this is so stupid. I actually hate this person. Now I'm mad I read it. I hate when I read something and then I get mad. God, they got me again. Boss, I'm so pissed. My coworker loves vinaigrette and mayonnaise on her sandwiches, so we also should have offered to have the skirt cleaned because there was a definite splotch. But come on, give me a break. The boss would know, yeah. Okay, I can't believe that, first of all, the answer is, uh, well, who's writing this advice? Tolstoy? It's like seven pages long. But I'll make it quick because I know Dan actually has a real job. She says, it might be worth first checking in with Renton to make sure your interpretation. This is boring because I don't buy it. You know, it's like I'm not yeah. in it because I don't think it's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She says, your coworker is the one who threw the sandwich. So she's the one who should talk to him, to Renton. In her shoes, I would say, I have an awful feeling that you were blamed for something I did. I need to make it right. Tell him what happened. I'm fast forwarding. I'm worried she thought it was you grabbing her. Does this ring any bells for you? I want to make this right. If he says, yeah, the sandwich did cause the cluster fuck you suspected. Oh, cause she's saying that maybe he did touch her. I doubt that. Then your coworker should immediately fess up possible script. I need to apologize to you. When we were in the lunchroom a few days before the break, I was waving my hands. My sandwich flew. I think it hit you. I was so shocked. I didn't say anything in the moment. And then you left. But I'm concerned that because Renton was next to you, you thought it was him. It was my sandwich. I'm so sorry. By the way, what I would give to be sexually harassed <laughs> by a, a mayonnaise sandwich. And then be like, and by the way, the end of this, the coda to the story is, by the way, look at the camera. It was anything but tuna. That's how it is. And P.S. It was anything but tuna. If this was a speech and debate round, and I, and I think we all know that it was Anything but tuna by Michelle Collins. Like, and then go into the piece. Four people will laugh at that. Wild applause. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you have a good relationship with your boss, you could loop her in too. Blah, 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 blah. And it says, and speak up to all of these parties ASAP. I don't know. I just I feel know. like. I mean, mm, it's, it's, yeah. Like if the, if the rumor mill is going around, that means that the, the older boss like told everybody that he touched like, her goosed her or whatever yeah yeah, yeah. by uh, the way like who wrote this fucking cousin larry like what <laughs> on what episode of perfect strangers did balky grab a lady i just don't remember any of this happening can we do one quick one I, it's short just because i think you have a good answer he has to go yeah, i can sure. do it alone quick 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 this yeah. is from uh from the washington post 
It's, um, and this is a good one. How to deal with someone who is so loud with no filter. Now, I don't even need to read this question because this is something that I genuinely, people assume that I'm a loud person because I'm funny and because I, I host things for a living. I actually, Dan, and I don't think we're, you have a loud laugh, but it's not too loud. I think yeah. the two, and I have a loud laugh as well, actually, but we're not loud. No, we're not loud people. I, I totally agree. Yeah. Don't you think? I, I'm, I'm on board. Yeah, you're not a loud person. No. I have people in my life and I will not name names who are too loud. Just in general, I wonder sometimes if they have hearing problems, just in telling stories, if you're at a dinner table, whatever, where everybody around you hears them. What I tend to do in those situations is I actually tend to then lower my voice and, you know, by bringing myself down, pointing out if they can hear that actually they're screaming. So that's how I tend to deal with that. Or if it's really bad, I tend to go, I'll make this one quick because we got to wrap, but. This person wrote, Dear Carolyn, my mother-in-law didn't come with a volume button. When we're in church at a sporting event, pre-COVID or out in public, she doesn't notice how loud she is. Um, don't suggest hearing loss. She's been this way for decades. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, if you see something quietly across the room that interests her, believe me, she hears it. That's funny. The worst part is she has no filter. Ooh, by, that's a very specific person also. But have you ever, maybe this is yeah. only girls do this, but I wonder if men do this too. I've also known women who like love to like brag about their sex life at the loudest possible volume in like Starbucks. Like, yeah, this guy was fingering me and, and they're like yelling and you're going, whoa, I'm literally getting a doggy frap for this dachshund. Can you like give it three minutes before we get into? No, but do you know what I mean? Like, it's like, God, babe, let's stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Um, she says no filter at a high school basketball game. She was loudly criticized a player to the mortification of those sitting next to her. How to handle this. This is in the Washington post. Do you have advice before I quickly tell people what to do? Uh, so she talks too loud. Um, yes. I, it's hard to deal with because like I have people in my life too, that are like too loud. I, I honestly, what I do is just say like, can you talk like about half the volume that you're talking? It usually happens when we're drinking. So I can just like say it. Just to say it. Yeah. Yeah. But that's not a good solution. Yeah. Um, it, it's, I can sometimes say if it's someone I'm close to, they'll be like, oh, lower your voice a little bit. But then you really look like a bitch. It's not fan. Well, it's not my mother-in-law. I'll put it that way. So, you know, that's another level of fucking nightmare to comb through. So the answer, this is by Carolyn Hacks. She says, when someone next to you criticizes a player at a youth sporting event, get up and change seats. Uh, that's terrible advice. Mm, yeah, that's terrible advice. You can't what? do that to your mother-in-law. Come on. I mean, no, no. you can't because it's only going to make her more enraged. It's actually going to cause a bigger scene to do that. If it's the people I'm thinking of, you can't do that. Something recently happened with my grandmother that she was in public and, and her hearing is down. So my mom sometimes communicates it with her by writing on a pad. And oh, my grandmother sweet. was like talking and also has no filter and was saying some pretty rude things like very oh, no. out loud and my mom is like you know writing on this pad lower your voice lower your voice and then finally <gasps> she's just like shut up <laughs> and then she shut up <laughs> maybe that's the trick so, is to get a pad just being like shut the fuck up yeah she's saying live your message feel your blood pressure unspike and let the community around you and your mother-in-law see that you refuse to be a party this this Carolyn is not smart. This is terrible advice because of yeah. course your blood pressure is going to spike in that situation. Yeah. You're it's your family. How do you not let that get to you like that? Yeah. Um, she goes on to say church pews aren't as forgiving, but you can do the same thing with a more gradual unroll. If your mother-in-law <laughs> regularly says rude thing in church, just sit somewhere else. 
And then if she asks why, say, you know, when you do this, I feel mortified. Um, you can cite it specifically, like when you mocked the acolytes acne. I hate this person writing so much. <laughs> God, for less than hateful remarks where no moral stand is indicated, try. I'm less distracted when I sit alone. Not untrue, just incomplete. Yeah, but I'm sorry. That's th- this. Has this person ever met a Jewish woman? If you're dealing with a Jewish woman here, they're not going to. Oh, oh, you feel better sitting alone? Yeah, yeah, go sit. That's fine. Somebody, I'll just sit by myself. No, no, no. <laughs> Yeah, right. um, if she's merely loud in church and her remarks are generally benign, then, you know, she embarrasses only herself. This is actually some of the worst advice no. maybe I've ever read on the show. Yeah, that's terrible. Because terrible. one thing, if you if you move away further, she's just going to yell louder to like. <laughs> yeah. What's this woman's name? Chagrined. Chagrined. Where, why are you over there? Come over here. We're doing hymns. <laughs> That's I always yell. I yell that in restaurants. I go, we're doing hymns constantly. But yeah, go on. <laughs> well, okay. So if she, if it is someplace like church, she's yes. probably been going there for years and years and years. And if she's always been this way, then everybody knows what's up. And you don't really have to be embarrassed by it because everybody knows that she's like that. Maybe. Yeah. I agree with you. I just feel like, oof, it's, it is, I've been there a lot. I don't want to call family members out for this. I mean, it's, I do. I'm not, not. Uh, you know, I didn't say that. I have friends who I adore who they just don't hear themselves. I, I truly believe it's medical. I don't know what it's yeah. about, but there's just a level yeah, yeah. of almost like attention seeking. Or, you know, sometimes if you're at a close table also, it's like you distract other diners. If there's like a first date next to you, lower your voice, let them get to know each other. I don't know. I get very sensitive yeah. to sound and things like that. Can I just say something? Dan Action came through today in such a big way. Um, uh, and I adore you. Thank you for doing both apps, Dan, because I know that you didn't sign up for this today. So I Appreciate oh, that. Thanks for having me. Had a great time. Guys, it's been Midnight Snack. Uh, you can uh, review it. Tell your friends. You can follow me if you like at Mishkoll, M-I-C-H-C-O-L-L, or follow Dan at Dan underscore Acton. Um, it's been a real treat. I hope that you guys have a fabulous, uh, God, we're in, fe- is it February next week? I literally I can't breathe. Okay. Um, have a great first week of February. Uh, time is meaningless. I miss everybody. And we'll see you right back here next week, guys. Bye. Forever. This has been a Forever Dog production. Midnight Snack with Michelle Collins is executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Produced by Tracy Soren. Original theme music by Gabe Lopez. Cover art by Ben Wiseman. To listen to this podcast ad-free, sign up for Forever Dog Plus at foreverdogpodcasts.com plus. Check out video clips of our podcasts on YouTube at youtube.com slash team, And make sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at foreverdogteam to keep up with all the latest Forever Dog news. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. 
Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. And that's the episode. We hope you loved it. Again, if you want to hear this show every single day, go to www.patreon.com slash mishcall, M-I-C-H-C-O-L-L. You can also follow me on Instagram, X, TikTok, all the things. Mishkal, M-I-C-H-C-O-L-L. I'm running myself into the ground for content and I want you to be a part of it. So we'll see you over there. And thanks again for joining us. Bye, guys.